The top five ways to be a great manager. These are very, very important. So first and foremost, you need to focus on how to be an effective, effective leader and be a motivational leader. Um, this is something that I think is very important in a leader because uh, end of day, if you see your teams, they get demotivated, they get pulled down very easily. And at this point of time, you need to identify what are the things you can do to try and either pep them up, get them to get more motivated, work better with each other, and some techniques that you will be able to kind of support them with and help them. So what exactly would those techniques be and how would you be helping them get, get more motivated? And you will be able to actually see a much more motivated and effective team. Um, just as an example, I remember we were having a very tough time, a tough day, and uh, the project was just getting to everybody and we were trying to meet deadlines. It was a lot of stress that was involved. And out of the blue, our leader said, hey, let's just, just guys, let's go for a 10-minute break. And I think all of us bawled and were surprised. We were like, uh, the deadline's due, there's so much of stress, and why does he want to take a break right now? So it, it didn't make sense to any of us. And I remember stepping out and then going into uh, you know, our conference room, and I thought he was going to have a serious meeting with us and just kind of maybe blast us in a way and say that we were not doing as good and that we were not going to meet the deadline or something like that because we all were so stressed. And it was the most shocking or surprising moment is when he just put on uh, the huge projector that we had and he put on a video and uh, it was a comedian of, uh, it was some comedian and it was the funniest video I think I have seen to date, like the funniest. Like I think we sat there for those 10 minutes and just laughed. And I think that was one of an example of trying and I understood why he had done that was he was just trying to break that particular stressful situation that we all felt that particular day and was trying to break that energy away and distract us and kind of just get us to relax a little bit. And it did the trick because right after that, we all just came out laughing and we cracked a few jokes on the video and we went back to our work. And I think that tension and that stress that we felt just evaporated. And that's just one of the examples of what a great leader uh, he was and uh, I just really look up to him and I still of course do but uh, definitely a motivational leader somebody who I looked up to who had the ability to just kind of take a situation and then be there for you and motivate you really well another example and we were working on this project and this manager was just being tough was trying to be tough with us not working with us giving us all kinds of expectations and deadlines and so on and so forth and we were just getting very stressed out and I was working with the manager, trying my best to help them. And uh, they ended up calling my boss and giving negative feedback. And in that moment, I realized that a leader, you know, uh, being a motivational leader is one thing, but a leader stands up for you and trusts you because they know that you're doing a good job, irrespective of what somebody's saying. Uh, it's it's one of the best moments I think for me. Second excellent quality of a very good leader or a good manager is setting expectations and clear goals for your team. Um, oftentimes I think the number one criticism people have if you notice is oh my god I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know where I'm heading, I have no clue where I'm going to be six months from now, I don't know what I'm doing, is this going to be my job for the rest of my life? Uh, so setting clear goals and letting your team know that, you know what, these are the expectations, this is what you need to hit, and then asking their views about it. 
it just shouldn't be you setting goals and saying this is the way it's going to be. You have to get an understanding from your team that are they open to the goals? Are they open to your feedback? Are they willing to listen to what you have to say? Because if they are not open to your feedback and your views, you will get resistance and you also may get somebody who's not able to invest and not able to perform. So make sure that the goals are realistic. Make sure they understand what the goals are and that they're open to them. Uh, that's a very important aspect of it to be an effective leader. Being able to take feedback from them is very, very essential because when you do that, you're telling your team that I am listening to you. I want to do better. I want your opinions. It matters to me. You've made them feel relevant. You make them feel responsible. You also make them feel that they're important. Their views are very important to you. So feedback is one of the best ways to do that. When you set up a one-to-one -one meeting or you have a review meeting with your team, they should not get into the meeting thinking, oh my God, it's, you know, he or she is going to list out all my negatives. He or she is only going to complain. That should not be the premise of that particular feedback. Feedback has to be a combination. If you need to give them a criticism or negative feedback, that's fine. But I would use the word constructive feedback. Right? So for example, uh, you know, that project didn't go well, you were not able to complete it in time. However, I know from history, you've always done your projects very well. You've completed them always on time. This is maybe the first time it's happened. So I totally understand. Let me know how I can help you. That's a constructive feedback versus I was very disappointed. This project, you did not do it on time. It affected a lot of things. We lost a lot of money. The teams are annoyed. Managers are questioning me. Uh, none of that negative feedback helps your employee. It just demotivates them and they don't need to know it, right? I would say that is something that's behind the scenes. You still need to tell them what the problem is, but constructive feedback would be the way to do it, not negative. Uh, and also make sure that when you have your meetings and you have asked for feedback, uh, it's both ways. So you say, I would love to know how am I doing? Give me feedback, things that you think I can do better, any suggestions you might have. Uh, it's it's giving them an opportunity to tell you if there are any problems in the work on team that they are facing and it becomes more open. They become more reliant and they say, oh, wow, my manager is not pressuring me to, uh, you know, um, do things one way. The manager is taking my view on things. Remember that when you're working at uh, in a work environment, the stress levels are really high sometimes. So. In that situation, sometimes we all flare up, right? We get stressed out, we say things or react things uh, in certain ways which we shouldn't. So it's very important as a manager, as a leader, to have restraint, to control yourself and identify when to say what, right? So you have to try and see if you can speak to that person and solve the issue uh, and try to de-escalate the situation so if something is flaring up there's conflict happening there's reaction someone's saying cursing bad words whatever be first try to de-escalate the situation is very important once you de-escalate a situation what happens is you start then realizing that okay i need to now be extremely careful because i'm being monitored and then your manager takes you aside so as a leader you take your the team member aside and say listen this is the second time or the first time it's happened what is the issue? Hear them out. Hear them out. Hear what they have to say. Take it all in. Then say, okay, I'm going to look at the situation. I'm going to see, see what you've said. I'm going to speak to the other party and try to understand their perspective. And then let me get back to you. What you're doing there is you're giving both, both, the situation, both the people involved in that conflict an opportunity to explain before you go ahead and give your view or you decide to snap or you decide to close the discussion. 
that creates a situation of de-escalating it in a very professional manner. So once you've heard their each side out, you then go with your feedback or viewpoint in a constructive way. Get HR involved if needed, because some situations might require HR input. The next point would be accountability. Are you holding your team accountable? Are you ensuring that they know exactly what they need to be doing to be able to deliver? Because if expectations have not been set and if they don't comply or they don't reach it, you are to be blamed as the leader, as the manager. So always remember that you let your team also hold accountability. So for example, if uh, a particular project is going as per schedule, but they have gone over budget. So uh, let's assume a team member is managing the budget for the team for a particular project. They've gone over budget, they've not informed you. These are situations where employees are held accountable. But I need you to be accountable for this. You didn't do this. This has not been delivered. Why? What is the reason? Uh, next time, I would expect you to inform me. We can work together about it. So making sure that there's a two-way dialogue and they understand that accountability is very, very important and they have to be accountable for whatever they do. Otherwise, this starts becoming a pattern. If you're not tracking them, if you don't make sure that they're doing things on time or getting things done, it will the, ultimately the mistakes or the problems that occur will fall on you as a manager, not them because it would be your responsibility to track them. So the role model or really leading by example, right, is very, very important. Um, if you set ex very clear expectations and say that you will, uh, you know, be selecting somebody to be, a, you know, a leader for a project, or you say that you're going to help somebody do something. If you don't do it, you will then set an expectation that, okay, my manager just talks. It's not somebody who's going to follow what they say. Um, similarly, playing favorites, work politics, not supporting a team member. These are all behaviors where you are demonstrating your uh, effective leadership skills. You are not being an effective leader. You're actually telling your leaders that your team that, you know what, the rules are for you, not for me. So leading by example is very critical. For example, coming on time, setting up meetings, setting clear expectations, being there for your team when they need you helping them solve problems. If there's an issue, try to resolve it in a fair manner. Um, if there is a conflict, not taking sides. Uh, favoritism, promoting somebody you just like, just because you like them or they're, they're helpful to you or they're always you know, uh, doing what you want. Uh, all these things come under leadership, especially as a role model. An inclusive reader also loves to get out of the box thinking and out of the box ideas. There's no best way to work, right? You want to look at a positive way of working. You want to look at ways where you get the inputs from somebody and you know exactly what needs to be done. It's not just one particular selection of solution. It is what are the multiple ideas you guys have. Let's all brainstorm right now. Let's put it on the table. Let's listen to each other and see what exactly is working amazingly well. Let's try to apply that immediately. That's very important. Thank you so much for listening to me. Hope you enjoyed this video and feel free to subscribe. Take care. Bye.